1: story I want to tell us to start off this. A man met a pastor at the train station. His pastor was coming from a trip and he was just, he was just leaving the town. When he got there, he just said, ah, pastor, pastor, you're just coming. Have you heard? He said, what? What happened in the city? He said, what is it? He said, there was an heavy rain. Heavy rain? Where? He Say, in this place. And it's it, it, right, it, the rain was heavy. He said, Are you sure? He said, In fact, it removed the roof of my house. God said, Ah, the person has a jumbo. I told you that you should obey God, you should always walk in the spirit. Ah, that the ways of the transgressor, they are hard. That is why the roof of your house was removed. You know, Pastor, I'm not finished. He said, even the roof of your house too was removed. Pastorna looked down and said the ways of God are past finding out. <laughs> I said that to mean that what we have gathered before today, what we want to experience, is a leveler, the presence of God, the fire of God. You know that because this is the Bible-believing. I've listened to your pastor several times. This place you are well taught. You have pastors after that that will teach you. Don't make light of that. That's why you are not quite your call spiritually. Are you not seeing your spirit? The Lord. <laughs> so there is no gender in the spirit. we don't have female spirit or male spirit uh, we don't have female flame of fire or male flame of fly- fire that's why i said that story so what is happening to the pastor is also happening to the member so the flame of fire can reach out to everyone for the purpose of this conference because it's the queen's virtues conference I may be mentioning women, she, he, just permit me. But I'm talking to all of us by the spirit of God. Do we understand? So let's, before we keep it rolling, let's just read scripture. It's allowed, isn't it? <laughs> I was given Hebrews chapter one, verse seven. We go there. Then I will now give the other scripture. Just two scripture. Then as we mention the point, I'll begin to give us the scripture because it's the word of God anything outside the word of God, what do we do? We trash it. He's the one that opposes all things by the word of his power. Are you there? Hebrews chapter one verse seven. And of the angel, it says, who makes his angel spirit and his minister a flame of fire. He makes. The King James version said, he make it. And that really touched me. It's a present continuous. He make it. There will never be a time that the fire will not be relevant. There will never be a time that the fire, the making of the fire will not be necessary. There will never, there's nothing like we have old fire or new fire. Have you noticed? Fire is fire anywhere in your village. Is there no fire? It's fire. When we come to the city, is it no fire? When a, a, a rich man lights a fire, is it fire? When the poor man lights a fire, will it be fire? When a male, a, male, a female. So what I'm saying is fire is fire anywhere. But it's a continual process. He make it. It is God that is making Tell somebody God is making, and when God is making, you you can't rush Him. It takes a time. That's why He makes all things beautiful in His own time. And sometimes the workings of God, you don't understand it except in retrospect. When everything is on, you now say, oh, this is what God is doing. So, I'm starting on the premise that the Lord God of heaven is making his ministers flame of fire, but it's continuous. So, you are going to experience the power of God in this conference, but it will not just end with this conference. All through your life, till we see him face to face, you fire on. Tell somebody, fire on. So, we keep getting the flame of fire until we see him face to face, because that is where we will be like him. Then where I want to anchor before I go into the main is Exodus chapter 3. We start from verses. It's actually verses 1 to 10. But the verse is too long so that we can have time to do what we want to do. But I need to bring out my points from this place. Let's just read it first. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. Now, then as we bring out the points, then I'll give us the verses. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert. Back of the back. What do people do at the back? He led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Oreb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. The angel of the Lord. Take note of that. The angel of the Lord. Which speaks of the spirit of the Lord. Because that's going to be our anchor. So let's just take note of that. Verse 3 please. Then Moses said. I will now turn aside. And see this great sight. You can't meet with the spirit of God. Or meet with the flame of fire. And be ordinary. Just like Mama Chi said. He said this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. The fire is burning. But the bush does not burn. Oh, awesome. Life is not a game. Can you please let me tell somebody? So we don't joke with it. This whole life that God created is not a game. Especially the life of a believer. Especially redemption. Especially salvation. Because we stand under grace. Sometimes we take things for granted. Grace does not mean that we should trivialize the things that are very, the things that cost Jesus his death. You know, this salvation, we got it free. But it somebody somebody's death. It cost somebody's eternity. He left the throne and came down. Sometimes we don't understand things or we don't value the gifts because we don't understand what it takes to give you the gifts. The fact that you got it free does not mean it's free. Salvation is not free. So life is not joking. So because life is not joking, you need to wake up. Don't sleepwalk through life. And the only way you wake up through life is to define what you want out of life. Because if you don't define it, you cannot find it. You know, as I was preparing this uh, this message, an illustration came to my heart. That when you go to an hotel or anywhere you see an elevator, and you enter into an elevator, buttons will be set before you, isn't it? Then you will now need to press the button, according to what? to the floor that you are going to. But when you enter an elevator and you don't press any button, somebody will enter and press button for you. And after they press the button, you will land in a in floor that you don't plan. That is the picture of life. Life is an elevator. You need to define it before you can find it. Huh? It's not everybody that is alive that are living. You know? Mm-mm. There are so many people, because they don't know how to live in life, they just exist to die. Tell somebody, God forbid. So if you don't have a proper understanding of what it means to live, and that is why we came, we gathered together to experience the flame of fire because you cannot live except you are attached to the source of life. He's our father. What source is what will sustain you. The life we got from him is also the one that will help us to sustain it. So you need to define the kind of life. You need to define the kind of things you want out of life. Praise the Lord. So this conference, flame of fire, we have started establishing that the court across is not tribalistic. is not gender sensitive. is not status sensitive. So everybody can catch the flame of fire. You also, you are included. It's a blank check. God also wants to make you a flame of fire. Tell somebody you are included. Please don't remove your name. But you need to be deliberate. You need to be intentional. So what do you want? That's where I want to start. Before we go into this, the point I want to make. What do you want out of life? What do you want out of the experience with God? Some people just gave their life to Christ and they are just there. What will be, will be. That's the mindset of mediocres. What will be, will be. That's the mindset of failures. People that do so great with the kingdom of God, they are very intentional. God is intentional about his love for us. For God so loved the world. he didn't just say, Hey, I love the word. Love, how are you? What that way and he started waving. Is that what God did? He? No, God was intentional and He put action in place. We want to experience, we want God to make us flame of fire. But you need to be intentional so that some actions will be required of you. If you can put those actions in place, God never fails. God will not fail in his own part. So let's just bring out some points. I need to run step towards encountering the fire you see that in uh, Exodus chapter 3 everything I want to bring out from verse 1 He said now Moses say Moses the first point I want you to know is the person the flame of fire does not just fall on anything there is a person there must be a person praise the Lord if the person is not there the fire cannot fall the person and uh, now Moses. Now, Moses. He also speaks of intentionality. Now, Moses. But I want to show you the kind of person that will attract the flame of fire so that you can position yourself and be that kind of person. He said he was standing. The first description of the person that will collide with the flame of fire is the servant. He said he made his ministry servant. And I he said, he made his servants flame of fire. It's only servants that God can pour this grace to be flames of fire. Servants are people that don't do their will. Have you ever gone to a restaurant before? I place another. The waiters, do they argue with you? If they argue with you or anything you, you ask them to bring, they don't bring it. Will you patronize them again? In fact, you'll be angry. You'll be offended. You will demand to see the owner. Isn't it? So, also, if you are a servant, you don't just serve God anyhow. Servant, service is a prerequisite to collide with the flame of fire the flame of fire is not what you wish the flame of fire is what to you position yourself to receive now Moses can I see a Moses in the house can I see a daughter of destiny can I see a queen that will say now I'm available it does not matter what I'm feeling you need to know what happened to Moses Moses ran to this place it was not his original abode you remember, because of the problem, he ran to this place and he married, maybe paraventure, the, people, the person he did not, uh, did not want to marry. But that notwithstanding, the experiences of life notwithstanding, he just positioned himself that I'm going to serve. Hmm. Service in life is a must. You is a must that you must serve. That you will not serve is not possible deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47 to 48 he said if you don't serve the lord thy god with joy you will serve your enemy say god forbid you see when it comes to defense of life the service is a a prerequisite and you there is a god side and the enemy side so when you are not serving god (laughs) invariably you are serving your enemy tell somebody i will not serve my enemy praise the lord (laughs) so service is a must Hebrews 12, 28, he said, wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear. If you look at verse 5 of that scripture, he said, and God sent him, servants are sent, they don't think, all that is after, they are after, is to please the one that sent them. He said, we serve God acceptably, there are some services that are not acceptably if it does not come with reverence, the motive is not godly fear, then God will mark it wrong. Praise the Lord. So, the person that will collide with the flame of fire is a person that is a servant. That's the first point. He's a servant. He's the one that wants to serve. Anywhere you see servant, fire will be released. Anywhere God sees service, God puts fire there. Anywhere you are serving God in reverence and godly fear, you serve him, you walk with his time. Service to God in this kingdom is according to the term of the master. When he said you should walk in love, it doesn't matter how you feel. Do we feel like not falling in love. Yes, so. That's what the Bible says. He said, deliver us from unreasonable men. You know, there are some people, they are are very difficult to to love. But notwithstanding, you must love. That's why I tell single, shine your heart now. Define it before you find it difficult man, he doesn't submit to any authority he's always talking about his pastor, he hates everybody, his HOD is his enemy he says I can do it, I can handle it, I have the spirit of God, I can do it, and now suddenly you think love will make him to change his mind you see marriage it doesn't change anybody, it's an amplifier marriage makes you more just like money, money makes you more money, we don't know how prideful you are, until you are rich Eh? you think you are very humble by the time money comes into your hand, we begin to measure your prideometer. You think, ah, I, I don't, I don't look at men, women, I don't. Because you, when you look at women, patronizing them, side chick, it's not cheap. Apart from money, money is the least of the thing. You begin to lie, your integrity, your conscience. For heaven's sake, you cannot sleep every time you are repenting. Every time, that's why you hide your prayers. We can't hear your prayer. Even your spouse must not hear your prayers. If you want to repent, you turn to the Spirit of God. <laughs> I'm saying so Open your mouth and repent. Well. <laughs> so a servant is someone that can be sent. A servant is someone that is at the back and con of the of the master. A servant is someone that is eager, hunger. They are hungry. Blessed are those that are hunger and thirst. Hungry for what? Hungry to please the, the master. And not that. Quality of a servant or of a person, that person that we collide with flame of fire is that a man of the closest is a man of the secret. He said, At the back side of the desert, at the back side, what do we do at the back side? When nobody is there, what do we do? If you are somebody that has taken care of your backside, you will not need to pretend. We don't take it, it's because there is skeleton in the cupboard, that's why you are closing the cupboard. When you walk with the Holy Spirit, there will not even be any cupboard. Let alone big skeleton there. There will not be something to cover anything. Praise the Lord. So he at the backside, the father-in-law was not there. The wife was not there. Nobody was there. That was why the fire came. The places you are thinking the fire will come are not the places men are. No. He said your father that sees in the secret." Let me give you scripture. Matthew chapter 6 verses 4b and 6b. He said, when you fast, this is how you do it. When you pray, this is how you do it. So that nobody will know. Then your father that sees in the secret. he is a recorder and a rewarder. And the places he records is in the secret. And that is our careless place. Here you know. We make ourselves of repetition. We want to cover up. We wear masks. We pretend. Once pastor is there, your HOD, the follow- you just, you just, you just forgetting that there is a one that sits in the secret he sits in the secret of your heart he sits in the secrets of your thoughts he sits in the secrets of your home he sits there before him darkness is like light so a man that we collide or a woman a queen that we experience that will become the flame of fire is the one that is in charge of the our closets in the backside of the desert do you know desert where there is dry land where things are not comfortable where things are not convenient but he said I'm going to serve him I'm going to do this not as convenient but as commanded so he took care of his secret life but I want to tell you the most important secret you know when we talk about closets closets are the places that people and don't have access to you understand everybody don't have access to yes so, you see our hairstyle now our wig When we get home, when we remove it, we remove it for one person to behold. It has to be one person. So access, love, love is a gift, but access is hand. That is it. So in the secret, your secret is not a place for everybody. The secret life is not a place that everyone will have access. Your secret, the person that sits in the secret, is just one audience, your father. It's your father that sits in the secret, and is the one that will open, openly reward you. So, when you get to the secrets, how are you doing with your audience? And when I talk about secrets, let me show you a scripture that will blow your mind. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Familiar scripture. When I got this insight, ah, I you, anytime I'm thinking, Lord, help me. Because the secrets, your closest are the parts of you, if you want to say it physically, that is not sin, isn't it? Your heart is not sin. Your kidney is not sin. Your liver is sin. They are not seen, but we tend to ignore them because they are not seen. Forgetting that it's the unseen that makes the seen to be seen. Ah! If the unseen parts are not dealt with, you will notice that. That's why you notice if there is accident, you better pay attention to internal injury. External you, you will see where the wound, is, where the cut. You can pay attention. You see internal, you don't even have understanding. Ephesians three verse twenty, and said God that now to him, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we ask, or what? He can do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we ask, but he will not do until we start thinking. If you don't start asking and thinking, he will not do. So the place of your mind, that's where I want to start today, your thought pattern, your belief system. There was a boy that went fishing, and when he got there, Every time you catch some fish, he will throw them away. He will catch some fish. An old man came there and said, Boy, what's up here? Why are you catching fish? And he said, No. He said, This ones. I have a ruler here. And any fish that does not measure up with the size of my ruler, cannot, my fry pan cannot fry it. He said, eh. And that is how it is in life. So I go home with the fish that my frypan pan can fry. Your frypan pan is your mind, your thoughts pattern, your belief system. Actions don't just happen. Actions take their power from our thoughts. Negative, positive. It is not what you are going through. It is how you are going through what you are going through. And what will determine how you go through what you are going through and is your thought pattern. So, your frying pan is your mind. You want big fish. You want great things. You want marvelous things. You are craving for more. Are you preparing for more? A boy went to for, for competition. And he's supposed to jump high, the eyes they call it high jump. And he got there, anytime he get, during the rehearsal, once he has gotten it. Maybe they call it stage fright. When he got to the daily day of the performance, once he ran there, he will go back. Run there, he will go back. They now gave them the last chance. And the coach was just saying, he just called him. He said, jump, boo, as he was going. He said, throw your mind off the bar and your body will follow. And some things that looks difficult. Eh, I cannot pray enough. I cannot fast. I cannot evangelize. May you not see original problem. Original problem, money cannot solve. Connection cannot solve. That time you will fast and not know that you are fasting. You better pray so that you don't pray. We are still going to talk about the issue of prayer. You know, he said, "My house shall be called the house of prayer." But you have made it the den of, la- of thieves. So, if prayer is not seen, is not activity of prayer is not happening in the house, it becomes the den. Of thieves. He said, But you are the one that made it. I made my house to be house of prayer. So, prayerlessness is not just a a thing of your prayer, your prayer will not be answered, your needs will not be met. No, you are making something out of what God did not make. God made it his own house, and he called it house of prayer. He said, The moment you are prayerless, it becomes the den of thieves. Where is your prayer? Eyes of closest, like. What do you do when nobody is there? That is your real self. And that is the parameter of measuring reward. Yes, he said it should go to a time that you are doing something in the secret. I will make sure that your profit appear to all. Let me tell you, the people you are trying to impress, it is the the things that God acknowledges, it is significant before them. You don't need to live your life based on the opinion or what people feel about you. You add a purpose before anybody will have opinion. So you have to make up your mind that in my closest I have one audience, and that is my father. How do you please your father? He's always there, you can't close his eyes. That is his premise, that is where he dwells. And some of us, that is where you fornicate, that is where adultery takes place. Ah, God is merciful. I told God, I said, well, I want to come to heaven. No, because you know they say we will ask him questions of this person that died for. Why is a believer? When you get there, the believer will even be pitying you that you are just coming. So you will not remember others. God, uh, so why did he die? On the- you won't remember. But I want to, re- I don't know, Lord. What kind of God is this? That he keeps chasing after us, even in our mess. He keeps chasing after us, even when we don't have time for him. He sees in the secrets, yet he does not reveal your secrets. And yet, we don't pay attention to him. One singular audience, the one that can make, he maketh his servant. Flaming fire, the things you desire they are readily available. Just make sure that your closest is intact. The closet of your mind. Then the third one is a man or a woman who will understand sacrifice. Look at he said he went to the mountain he went to the mountain it took him a lot of sacrifice to be there alone at the time he was there and he was not tending his own flock he was tending the flock of his father-in-law of his father-in-law, we don't want to know whether he's a problematic father-in-law, we don't want to know whether he's a believer, a believing father-in-law but of his father-in-law, that takes a lot of sacrifice, a man that we encountered flame of fire is someone that will be hoping to sacrifice Psalm 50 verse 5, he said gather my sins together unto me those that make covenant with me by sacrifice this kingdom is a kingdom of covenant but you cannot enact or activate it without sacrifice that's how you live as though you are not under covenant ah The blood of Jesus is a covenant over your life. But if you don't put, he said, gather them. They are my saints. But they make covenant, they they activate this covenant by sacrifice. Where is your sacrifice? When you talk about sacrifice, sacrifice of time. Psalm 19 verse 12. He said, teach us to number our day. This one that you do, you think you are the owner of life. Because what you do with your time, you do with your life. Tick, tick, says the the, the clock what you have to do do now because time is going and it's one commodity that when it's lost it's lost it cannot be redeemed praise the lord so it takes a lot of commitment what are you doing with your time my times are in his hands time and chance happen to them all everybody have their time allotted to them what do you do with your time a lot of us we just say is my life is my time no it's not your own it's a gift given to you just your life life is a gift But living is a responsibility. God has given you the life, the salvation is life, but you to encounter and stay to allow him to make a flame of fire is a responsibility. It's a positioning. It's an intentionality that only you, God, can do. The man. The man intentionally getting to the place. So this place we are talking about now is a place of sacrifice. Genesis 4-4 about Abel. He said, and God had respect. Hey, almighty sufficient god god that is god by all by himself he can be god without us he only chose to be god with us he has been god before the beginning began and when the word is no more He will still be god almighty sufficient god add respect ah Tell somebody god is respectful so where do you get this attitude from you can't be talked please ask yourself Believers, when you are old, you have the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, you should be the most loving, the most easy to, go, to, to to deal with if you yield to the spirit of God. He had respect. Why will you not have respect? Your DNA is respectful. So, where is that thing coming from? That corruption is coming from outside. There's more inside of you, and you have to allow it in the place of your thought pattern, in the place of closure. Go to the closure and God make me. Make me. Praise the Lord. The sacrifice of your talent. Hey. Some people can say no, the MDD, the choir mistress just offended me. I am not going to go there again to sing. If you wake up tomorrow and cannot talk, what will you do? Because God, see where he put his house now. Jump up. Even the mere sky. We are not talking it has not reached heaven. No, you can't touch it. And he gives you voice. He said, they offended me. Forgetting that when you serve him, it's for him. Even marriage, the way we do marriage, it's not just between your husband and you. It's your husband and you and the boss. So sometimes I submit in spite of, I love notwithstanding. Because the big boss is involved. So your talent. Look, Matthew twenty-five fifteen there is nobody that does not have talent. There is nobody that does not have talent. The only thing is that you just need to know the, the, your talent and you stay there. Praise the Lord. Please don't want, don't try to be like somebody else. You see, she sings very well. I thank God for her. I sing because I like worship. I sing under the shower. Seriously, if you hear me under the shower, it was sometimes my husband say, Is this one worship or tormenting? I say it's God I'm singing it to. I'm not singing it to you. So turn over. So when it comes to my thing, when they wake me anyway, I pray with ease. As in as if nobody is there, only me and God. With, with ease. Some of you they wake you up now, you are booting to pray. But some when you have a microphone, you just pray. Some you have microphone, you just sing. I see you just sing with the key you see us we sing with the master key Jesus is key thank God praise the Lord and it proceeds from the heart not on the keyboard <laughs> so what is your treasure he gave to every man according to their talents and you know the one thing the, the beautiful thing when he came out and he started hiring all of us some he hired third hour, some six hour some ninth hour, some eleventh hour you know the beautiful thing he paid them the same the choir let them sing if you can sing hospitality do it hey you are, you are not singing you are in the media you better put your life on, on the line in fact I like the things that are not seen, because that's where God dwells That's why I said, when you give an offering, don't let your left hand. Something you give, oh, and God wants to bless you, but you have uprooted it. In this kingdom, there is the how. Tell somebody, how? We don't just do things anyhow. He said, we know that we have a kingdom that cannot be moved. Let us receive grace. There is grace so that we can follow his pattern. God is not a taskmaster. He's a father. He gave you grace. Anything he asks you to do, he empowers you to do it. So that when you don't do it, the judgment is standing. They gave you talent. You don't want to leave. When will you leave you? As in L.I.V. Because someday, your life, you will come and stand like a shadow. What did I do to you? That you did not leave me. Why do you want to be somebody else? Every joint supplies its own. If it's only me that is in this world, it will be boring. That's why I tell women, I say, hey, women, I like women. No, I don't want to be a man. But I celebrate men. I know they joke with men. Because of the understanding I have. And the other one that God gave me, I don't tell him every time. If I'm to choose a trillion, infinity time, what am I looking for? The one that makes your heart to beat good, better, best. Even in his anger, there is love. And that, those are the people that you need to be careful. If you have a man that says, I don't like this, I don't. when I was single, I had seven suitors, one of them died. Not because I did not marry him. So the thing that made me to say, okay, I want to marry after some that I just receive that this is the person. But some of them, you see, I said we should go out on a date. I said, we The aspiration, in fact, five of them in Lagos and they have their churches. I said, I said this one, <laughs> okay. Well. And some like you say, it's my niece. that just say, they can change their mind. You see, my own. That's why I, I just be praying because if you have someone that will say, tell you sit down, you sit down, wo." if you are blessed with the kind of my own you won't know when you're supposed to obey and when you are getting outside the line because it is what you want that you happen one day I will tell you, I say, oh my husband please, oh come, tell me no tell me no, please, tell me no because in the experience you will not say it much I don't think we need to do that <laughs> if you love your soul, don't do that too. if you love yourself he doesn't need to say it more than that if my husband look at you and say, ah this our much. That is just enough. It's enough. Oh. You will not say, you not. Know, you just, say. in fact, when you want to bring it up again, say, no, no. I just said it that, Aaron. Praise the Lord. So, when you are also married to that kind of person, you need to now be in the spirit to be able to, because what to do to him, say, as much as you do it to this little one, you have done it to me. The way we are relating, we are relating with God. God is involved in what we are doing. They say, bring your treasure. You are finding it difficult. Bring your talent. You are finding it difficult. God has the nice one. God so loved. Let me tell you. The parameter of love is giving. You can't say you love and not give. You give time. You give talent. You give more. You give a little more. There's an adage in my place. Obato Leru Leru. How we interpret. The one, the king, the master, that owns the servant, owns what the servant is carrying, my money, my husband, my children, my wife, my business, my job, my calling. But, uh, you need to have a proper understanding. Praise the Lord. God must have, if you truly love him, he must have access to your treasure. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be. You see, this Aradite PLC is not the spirit of God. Your DNA is generous. <laughs> and not just that you will give to men. You will give to God. Why won't you give to God? If God does not take your money, who will take it? And God does not take your money for fun. Some people, they will take your money, they will bite you at the back. When you give God your money, you are very wise. Because you are sending it above. You see all this? Is me. It's me. It's me. Last breath. Have you ever seen? Mm. Shortly before, before my birthday, somebody passed on. Orem is away. She was there to encourage me. When I saw her, you know, we were praying together and everything. And they said she died. I had to go and look and see her. She was not looking as if she was dead. But she was dead. Lifeless. When she died, they had to remove her slippers. They remove her shoe. They remove her. You see this one? It's my own. My own. My own. When a man dies, this is how they do. You better start doing like this now. So that you can receive eternal reward. They say pay your tithes. You are struggling with tithes. People are paying 50% as tithes. They say give and it shall be given to you. It is my own. My money. Money is a thing. Please let me tell somebody. And it's the least of God's blessing. When God blesses a man, money is the least. It's good to have money. Please don't let money have you. In the kingdom, we don't just have people that are prosperous. Lord, let me prosper. Let me not. No, that's not your prayer. Because if you follow divine order, you are paying your tithe, you are giving, you will prosper. What you need to pray that, Lord, let me not crush under the weight of the glory of prosperity. Let money not have me. Because money is a good servant, but bad master. All of a sudden, money will be, because you know why Money addresses your brain. He will just be singing for you. He will just be singing for you. Let me give you the story. In the animal kingdom, they wanted to kill somebody as a sacrifice so that all of them can be free to remove the plague that is happening to them. So, tortoise came to them. He said the person's meat that is very big. He said, too." He said, "But nobody can tell elephant. Nobody can. Who can drag elephant? Is it its uh, thoughts you will hold? Is it the trunk? What will you hold?" He said, "So let us tell him that we want to be king." He said, "Okay." So they now put mats. They have dug well. They've dug the pits and now put mats there. So when he come like this, they just start singing. Amen Joba. Amen in Joba. Amen. Life, your success, your victory. People, they are singing your praise. He said of you to pass the fire. You should know the fight that should not stay on your table. I want the blessing. Let the glory go to him. The blessing is enough. He danced, he danced, he danced, he danced, he danced. He danced him. That same thing is still working. Even in Bible days. Saul loved David initially. Loved him very well. But when he, he recorded the victory, the women began to sing. Hey, women. Say, God bless women. Because men, they have power. You see, women, they have influence. If they say something will be done, it will be done. When a woman got your back, your back is covered. That's why the devil he didn't go to Adam. Because it's possible for Adam to take it. He might not even take it because they are very logical beings. But even when he takes it, it will take power to make the woman to eat it. But you know, women. Hello, <laughs> sweetie. Sugar bowl. You won't even ask. Because they say Adam was there. Adam was there now. The love of a woman, when it penetrates your heart. That Blessed are that, that when you, had the, you, you get the godly one. That's I say whosoever find it. Please don't pick your wife on the floor. Find. Do a lot of search. And I love that scripture. Find it. Keep finding. The thing you find in her that made you drawn to her, please keep finding it in her. The compliment, the attention, the love, the generosity. Keep finding it in her. And you too position yourself where they can be found. Fi- you can be found. The moment they marry you now, you turn to, you know my people. They can tie la on their chest. And they used to have big bum bum. So 17, 18, 19, when you are? praise the Lord. Stay in a place. How were you? You were like the chick and the queen. Why now that, why are you so done? You should not do that. You, the thing that brought the attraction, let it remain, let it keep it. Work on yourself. Because it's a godly man. You will not look at anybody is that not a sin because when he behold you he said wow this is not the flesh of my flesh and the bone of my bone she shall be called woman she even prophesied he said her name is eve she shall be the mother of all living things things are dying in your land because your husband is stopping to call you eve things are dying around you because you have stopped to be called eve he said she shall be called eve it was adam that called him eve submit so Allow him to be the man over you. Let his soul call you Eve. And everything around you begin to live. Eve lives. This one you say, well, I'm more educated than him. They have told you, shine your eye. You're a medical doctor. You want to marry a shoemaker. No, I don't know the love. You say love is blind. Once you marry like this, we eat your rights. You must submit. So look at person that you can submit to. That's, that's for another day. God bless you. So let's run now. So the treasure... Fire falls on sacrifice. Fire falls. That's the song. He said, you provide the fire. I provide the sacrifice. So, if you can bring the sacrifice, fire will fall. And it's not just any fire. Look at Cain. He said, if you have done well, will you not be accepted? There are some ways that we give our sacrifice that will not be accepted. The money you are giving. What is your motive? Then, another thing is, God told him. Moses. He said, for the place you have, verse 5, is the holy place. There is the place. Tell somebody the place. There is the place. It's not just any our place that you can encounter the flame of fire. There is a place. The place. He said the place you are is the holy ground. So, because you have is the holy ground, there are some things that are not permitted. He says stand in the holy ground and put off your shoes. Ah, I don't even want to go there so that we can cover. Your shoes. Do you know what your shoes speaks? when you When you are somebody... That is very respected. The first thing they do, they see, is your shoe. Your shoe speaks of your walk. It speaks of your love walk. It speaks of your walk with God. That is what your shoe. He said, Put off your shoe. Surrender your shoe. Surrender your walk to me. When you get to this place, this place, it can only be holy when you pull off your shoe. As long as you wear your shoe, it cannot be holy. The ball is in your court. So I want to highlight some places. The place of prayer. Ah, I need to show you this scripture. Revelation chapter 5, verses 7 to 8. Oh, my, my, my. You know, the word of God is my telemundo. Are they still doing telemundo? Sometimes when I'm reading the word, I'm praying, I'll be doing it. Like I just want to kiss the word. The word of God is sweet, it's life. Sometimes I will shout, my children will say, What? I say, word. My husband will say, mm. As in, What have you seen? The word is life say and he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne this is heaven so when anything happened in heaven is authentic he said and when he had taken the book the four beasts and four twenty and four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb having every one of them abs and golden veil full of odour, which is what are the prayers of the saints. That means, it is the prayer of the saints that puts fragrance in heaven. And either of the saints, if one saint decides, I don't want to pray, the vial will still be full. Hmm, the day I saw this thing, that means it's a privilege for you to add your own fragrance. Because the fragrance of the vial of the order in heaven, it must be full. You or without you. So it's better you enlist yourself. And I I did a prayer, I said, Lord, let my heaven not be fragrant. Let be odorless. Let it not be, let it not lack fragrance. He said they came and took. You are the saints. God is waiting on your prayers. The prayer not fall down and die. Oh, the prayer that we pray according to his will. It is written. It is written. The will of God. Because if you feel bad about somebody. You say the person must. Say, I'm a covenant child of God. If God be my God, each God. There are so many God, God of the flesh, God of the world let him further and die, God will not even, it will not pass through the roof, the angel will just say sorry, you know he makes his angel ministering spirit, they are with you and say oh sorry, though because you have not prayed according to the will so there is a place of prayer even Jesus with all his anointing he usually go to the place of prayer, where is your fragrance how is your veil like check it, your vase in heaven, where they receive your prayer, how empty or how full it is, hey let me have verse six because this is the thing that hinders people from praying he said and I be heard and low it's only in heaven this kind of thing can happen in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the header stood a lamb as it has been slain no I love it in NIV it's our message he says stood a slaughter he said "Do the lamb was slaughtered yes standing tall Oh, that means the experience. I'm praying not because everything is pleasant. I'm praying sometimes, not because I need I have a need. I'm praying to develop intimacy, to be with the Lord, to be with my master, to minister unto the Lord. Even though he was slain, he was slaughtered. This is it. He said, Yes, the lamb was slaughtered, but standing tall. How many lambs? in this realm, when lamb are slaughtered, they sleep, they are on the floor. You are having problems. Yet you are standing tall to minister to others. You are not like that. You are like the Samaritan. That when you were going, you were going on a journey. You are busy. You are doing some work. But when you see somebody, you will come back and pay attention. He was slaughtered yet standing tall. How many women will be slaughtered yet standing tall? Your problem. You have marital problem. You have problem with your children. There are things you are still trusting God for. You lie yet you are standing tall. Tall in the place of prayer. Tall in the study of the world. Tall in the in in in, um, um, winning of souls. Some of us now, just because of chop money. I'm not saying you should not bring you up money. That's why I told you, shine your eye. I remember when I married my husband, I prayed that because he's my head, he said, Whosoever findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtain favor. Isn't it? The sign that you are a good thing is the favor that accomplishes the finding. The problem is that some people don't find a wife. What they marry is not wife. And some wives that are found, You need to pray that the favor. Because the prophecy that we receive, what do we do? We war with it. Lord, because I'm joined to this man. Because I'm the wife of this man. I remember that time, I I believed God. And I told my family, I said, give us three years. And if will look, I said, we we, we did ritual. And we were praying. Just trusting God. Just trusting God. Just trusting God. When the miracle happened, I forgot. It was my mother that reminded me. He said, you, this child. You, I used to be afraid of you, like if I call my, my mother and I'm calling her. I, of course, when I call Happy Mother's Day, and I will pray for. Her. She said, "How about to be praying for me?" Say, "Pray for me." I say, I'm on me." He said, "No, you are older than me in the spirit." So the place of prayer, even though you are slaughtered. even though it's not convenient, make sure you are standing tall. Then the place of obedience. Hebrews five eight. I love this. Even though he was a son, but he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Obedience is not a gift. Obedience is learned and in this kingdom jesus said come on to me all you deliver learn of me it's a kingdom of learning some things you do you say you have not so learned christ this kingdom he was anointed but he learned obedience how did the lesson came by the things he suffer believers don't want to suffer if we suffer with him we shall also reign with him we need to learn that ministry of suffering that is why a lot of compromises people compromise like this without biting and high. why you stand there, they can just see your body. They can just, you, you are just, ah, ah, ah. Praise the Lord. So, you stand in the place of, and let me tell you, obedience is not what to say you will do. Obedience is what you do. What you are doing is what you are obeying. So, obedience is not saying, ah, by next year, uh, women conference, I will do this. No. Obedience is not what you wish. Obedience is what you are doing. What are you doing? That is what you are obeying. And you say, you cannot obey two masters. Which master are you obeying? He learned obedience by the things he suffered. So when you are going through what you are going through, Lord say, God, teach me. Teach me obedience. Teach me submission. Teach me loyalty. Teach me faithfulness. Teach me dedication. Teach me generosity. Teach me life with you. Teach me sacrifice. He learned it. And you cannot go to school if you're a serious student without writing material. And when they are teaching, you don't argue. You pay full attention. The problem that is making us not to obey God, to be able to learn obedience, is our focus. What you focus on, magnify, it multiplies. We focus on our problem. We focus on the eternal. I believe you look good. I tell you. I believe that you should look good. Well, when it comes to spirituality, my head, is double correct. So everything about you, just external. You focus on bone straight. Three what did they say again? They say cut straight. It's, it's cut straight. Bone cough. Okay, bone cough. Bone that's, that's all. Tell somebody, God forbid. He said, Because it has not yet appeared what we shall be. There is more to you than make the high There is the hidden treasure in the earthen vessel. There is a treasure in you. So you need to pay attention to that treasure. Focus on it. When you focus on the Spirit of God, focus on the Word of God, those slain yet will be standing tall. You will learn obedience. Obedience is not what you say you will do. If this is the only one, obedience is what you are doing. What are you doing in the secrets? You know, sometimes, in as much as we are very, we can scheme, I want to pretend, but you know, there's a way your secret life catches up with you, even in the public. It shows, except people are not sensitive. Now, you come to church, and they can sing, there's keyboard, there's choir, there's microphone. They say, worshiping God, you are chewing gum. God is God, because uh, your teeth are supposed to fall down one after the other. When you come like you and they see that gumless, they say, what happened? I was chewing gum in the church. You have everything yet you'll be looking at yourself. You are forming before the one that formed you. This is, well. Let's just not go there. The third place with me is the place of your calling. I need to run now. The place of your calling. Jewish chapter 2 verses 7 to 8. I will just paraphrase. It said that they are mighty men. They are mighty army. Why? Because everyone stay on their lane. None of them break their rank. You need to stay in your place. Tell somebody you are called. Motherhood is not a gift. Motherhood is a call. Because it's not, every mother, it's not everyone that give birth to that you say mm, and they hear wah, wah, wah. you think you are a mother. Have you not seen the big, and they throw the children away? Who are those about? So, even though you don't have physical, in fact, if all your children, they are just biological children, your world is small. I told God, Lord, I will get biological children Spiritual children and children that I don't have physical link, as in blood link, as a reward in heaven. So I made up my mind. I'm going to impart. You can't come and meet me and go the same way. It's a decision that I will live before I leave. I will impart before I depart. So motherhood is a calling. So even if that is it, because Christian, the only thing is say when I carry my phone, that's when I'm called. You are called in the marketplace. You are a teacher in that your office. That is your pulpit. In the markets where you share your potatoes and tomatoes, that is where your call is. You are called. Any call that is authentic has to do with people. What you are doing, do you meet human beings? If you meet human beings, then you are called doing it. Because your ministry. that is your ministry. You are working at the airport. Let them know there's something about you. The day that something just came up and came up and they said this is a believer, not by your pendants, not by what to wear. They say, hey, I know there's something different about this person. But you now, if you come to your office and say, we are looking for sister Margrethe. They will say, sister. When you point, you say, ah. That one is sister. Immediately, you just say, miss Margrethe. Miss, miss. Because they will quickly ask you which church. So, any call, what does it do? When God calls a man, he wants you to be a witness. He wants you to be identified with me. He said, whosoever identifies with me before men, I also will not be ashamed of them. I will identify. In your office, are you identifying with him? Your marketplace, are you identifying? Even some people, they are home. The only time they are nice is to their husband or their wife, their spouses. He's in church. I tell some women, you will need that for every man. You will say, sir. You can't say, sir, to your husband. Is that not hypocrisy? You say in your Jerusalem, let's start from your Jerusalem. They all know I cannot give my husband. No man can get it. And you should know that your mother, will even as a minister of a wife, you can be flame, flame to fire, fan to fire, and that you will know that you can do your marriage in a different way. You can be a different species of wife. Because men, let me tell you something about men, in case you don't know. There are so many things they cannot handle that you can handle. That's why men, men cannot survive problems even though some of them are very problematic, they know how to, they will just scatter the ground and run away. That's what they, a woman will stand and chest it. So when they run from the troubles in the office, from, from the troubles in the neighborhood, run from the trouble, ah, ah, where would they find solace? Where? One time something happened so terribly from somebody in Lagos just did something to my husband was so bad. And I noticed, of course, he would not want to. But I noticed that his continent fell, his appetite—person that is not even eating, that is not fat. I'm praying that God make him fat. He was not eating. I said, God, what will I do? As he slept like this, with my voice, I just say, o, fe mi mama binu, me, mama Before I went close to him, he started crying. I say, Alamio. <laughs> so when something is happening, if I just say and your family, Mama being you don't know how to rub your go. What are you? Let me tell you the account, what you will be rewarded for, part of the thing is for being a good wife. There is a reward, and it's not your man that will reward you. The reward that my husband can give me is too small. I labor not for the things that I can say. Colossians 32 says, Set your affection on the things above. The things I'm doing, it has to do with above. And because it says set, I can set. That's another secret too about mindset. You can set it the way you set your alarm. You can set it the way you set your wristwatch. It says set your affection, set your mind. You can set it. That's why we say mindset. Your mind does not have power over you. Stop bullying. Stop talking about the devil. Stop it. All your prayer. Let my enemy. My enemy. Let my enemy. My enemy. Let my enemy. Ah uh-uh. Enemy begat enemy. It's because you are you are an enemy. If not, enemy will not be an enemy, enemy, enemy. When will you have time? The Bible says, he alone dwells in light that no man can approach. The light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend it. Just shine the light, find it to flame, and darkness will be on the hills. And the darkness that does not run away, the Bible says, in it, in the darkness, comes light. Any darkness that still stays put is a testimony because in that darkness is your light so sometimes when you're asking god for a miracle god is making you a miracle the place of your calling the purpose that is the first thing he said i want to send you the purpose of this experience is to send you to pharaoh the purpose of the flame of fire why do you want to some people say prosper me lord let me be rich so that we can paint the town red, God said, let him say, dear, oh, let this. Tra-. The one that is not red said, people are falling from it. Ephesians 4:30. Oh, I love this. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. The essence of this fire, the source of this fire, the reason for this fire, the sustainer of this fire is the Holy Spirit. He said, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Give not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you have been sealed the day of redemption. How many believers do we have in the house? then you have the Holy Spirit. He said you should not grieve him. You know, when I was preparing this message, something came to me. There is a place where you grieve. There is a place where you quench. You give the Holy Spirit when people get involved in sinful art, uh, activities. When you do the things that is not... Well, you go and read the verses that precede this verse. He said, don't be bitter, don't be this, don't do that, don't steal, don't lie, don't do that. So when you're involved in sinful activity, you grieve the Holy Spirit. But when you refuse to apply divine activity, divine instruction, you quench the Holy Spirit. Quenching the Holy Spirit is making his performance limit. Because the Spirit of God, you see any Spirit that is pushing you, he said, that Spirit is just pushing me, push me, I don't know when I fall. Not the Holy Spirit, oh. The Holy Spirit, he respects your will, but he will advise you. Because out of your will, your choices are the sum total of your life. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. I'm still going to bring out some things here. Let me see. See, I have said before the, this day, what? Not life and death. That's what, that's, I wanted us to say it. That's what the devil, let me tell you what we, the secret. He said, life and good, death and evil. If you choose life, the consequence of life is good. You choose death, the consequence of death is evil. So sometimes they will ask you, What are you going to do? I don't know what to choose. I don't know what to do. Just think about the consequence. Before you make any choice, go and visit the consequence. People that disobey spiritual authority, what happens to them? Search the scripture. People that women that don't obey when uh, the husband calls, hey, they say, Search what happens to them. You know the worst thing that can happen to somebody is for you not to be there and not be missed. Tell somebody, God forbid. That's why I tell people, the greatest tragedy of life is not death. The greatest tragedy of life is being alive and not living. Not making impacts. Your essence is not felt. The reason you are there. So, when you are not there, it's as if you are not there. Because you have died before you die. God forbid. Some people, they are just living corpses, But you cannot bury them legally. So, when they say you die, you know some people, when they die, now, just like dockers, when she died, they said, No, this woman cannot die. Some people, when they say they you say, mm. After some time, you start crying. You are saying, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> is it me you fight for like this? I mean, you love like this? Don't be like that kind of person. Don't be that kind of a husband. Don't be that kind of a wife. That when you are not there, your wife is crying. It's only God that knows why the wife is crying. Then he's crying, He said, Ah, God, thank you. I think me will die inside this thing. Thank you. Because they can't bury you. But you are already dead. God forbid. Praise the Lord. That's a takeaway for somebody. So, uh, if we don't grieve the Holy Spirit by not involving in sinful acts, it will affect our character. You build up a lifestyle. You build up a character. And I want to show you a scripture. Psalm 78 verse 72. It says, so he fed them NIV said, he led them according to the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness. Then, he said, and David shepherded them with the integrity of his heart and with the skillfulness of his hand. He led them. There is the integrity of his heart. That is not grieving the Holy Spirit. And the skillfulness, that is charisma. That is Not quenching the performance of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, the truth is that we have charismatic vagabonds. We have people that are not doing it right. We have people that are faking the miracle. But it does not rule out the fact that the Holy Spirit in you is an engine that produces miracle. He said you will receive power. That is charismatic. After the Holy Spirit has come upon you, when you encounter this fire, you must be things begin to fall, fall in place. Because fire burns, fire does not turn away from any. Have you ever seen? now you, anything you don't want to you will remove it from the way of fire if you keep it there, it will burn and fire does not quench until somebody put it off on its own, it does not have fire it, has a, it keep burning so God wants your Christianity to stand on these two legs you build integrity, which is character but yet you build charisma or competence it's only believer that they will get to workplace they want to be speaking in tongues they say you should manager, be a manager, be a CEO accountant that cannot audit when external auditors come, I say, Kaboshi, Kaboshi. Only they say, Kuboshi, Kuboshi. And they, 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 they will sack you. So you are saying, Kaboshi. when you are saying his death. So you need to build character. He led them. He's a shepherd. With the integrity of his heart, that is character. When you are not there, I am same. I serve God. I preach. I live by what I preach. He said, and apart from that skillfulness of my hand, some people, the moment they become kings, they, are, they will not be skillful again skillfulness so that gave me a quote character without charisma is caricature but charisma without character is catastrophe so the two you can't stand he said and integrity and and he did not say all so as you are building a lifestyle integrity a lifestyle that will glorify God please can you add value to yourself women you are as valuable as the uh, you are as attractive as the value you bring to life your value is your attraction. We you want to be attractive. You want, you, the, the life has set before you. The value that you are expected to bring, if you bring it, you will be rewarded. Let me tell you, value are rewarded in time and eternity. Your value is your attraction. You say, it doesn't respect me. Add value. You said she doesn't care for what I do. Add value. He said they don't do it. Add value. Keep adding value. Some people, you don't like them. You can't ignore them. Because they got what you need. Not what you want to. You know, once you can wink at what you need is a matter of life and death. So, you need to work on your charisma, work on your character, work on your competence. Please, if you do well in the marketplace, you can tell somebody, Jesus is Lord. They will say all the time. So, when you say Jesus, you say, eh? no, this, this Jesus. You know, if you balance ledger, this Jesus is Lord. You just come now in the Bible, pray, pray, pray. You see saliva here. Character, zero. Make Jesus famous make Jesus popular. Let Jesus showcase his goodness. Be a reflection of his glory. An express image of his person. Build character. Add competence. Women, don't sit down with first degree. Be cool. And even if you don't know, you are a market. go and learn. Go for training. Train yourself. Be better. Add value. Not that when they are saying something, you say, I see. I see. You are only seeing because you cannot see. Politics, you don't know news. You cannot see a smartphone. It's even smarter than some of you. You will not put Bible there. You will not put phone there. It will not pop up. At least get little, little knowledge. The other one is in a, a team. He, he knows how to play. Just get their names. Just get to, to make it Make it very beautiful. And when you come and say, ah, I just read to you. Do you know the midfielder? Do you know the attack? Do you know? When you say, you say, eh? My wife, you're not just talking about Pepe and, and Market. And our men, we are more than the other room. It's not just about the other room. You need to add value. You need to add something. Make up your mind. That I'm made for more to live for more. I'm going to settle for less. I will not settle for less. There is more inside you. Push it. It will come out. You don't know how you get to labor. with Push. 5CM. Push. 6CM. Push. You will soon get there. Even though it slay me, yet I will stand tall. Make up your mind. It's not comfortable. It's not convenient. It's not okay. But I will keep keeping on. If you faint in the days of adversity, your strength is small. You have the fire of God on the inside of you. Please, don't faint. Don't faint in the days of your adversity. And the last thing is your passion. Your passion for the kingdom of God. God and his kingdom requires your passion. Matthew six thirty three. I listened to one message that pastor preached very well talking about the kingdom of God. Some of you have forgotten. You seek first the kingdom of God. God We not take any other place except the first place. And with God, the first place is all the places. When he takes the first place, he has taken all the place. Seek ye first. What are you seeking? The thing you seek are the things you pay attention to. The thing you focus on. Seek ye first. Mark 12, 29 to 30. Message. We may not be able to read it so that we can see. Then you also need to be passionate about your job. Be passionate. Don't be the one that is lazy. The devil is not running after you. Tell somebody, the devil is not after you if you have the Holy Ghost. They have not born the devil. They'll be after you. You are the one that made the devil look He said, all oh, power in heaven and the earth. He doesn't have any power anymore. What he has, they are skills. They are just wise schemings of the enemy. And we are not ignorant of the devices, of the schemings of the enemy. One of his schemes is I'm tired. You can give excuses. Let me see. Excuses are made, results. Excuses are given, results are made. When you do something, you put your hand in the plow life will reward you with results you see excuses you are the one making you are fabricating it it's not anywhere you are the one fabricating it you see that you that same you that the only Spirit will wake up go and pray you cannot pray if you are pressed will you not stand up how come you obey the voice of nature than the voice of your creator i believe you are going to pee on yourself who will do deliverance go go fall down and die now you are the one that need to fall down now (laughs) praise the lord so you need to come back, be passionate about your job and finally second Kings chapter four, you need to be passionate about relationships hey the god we serve is a relational god that is why he's a passionate god god jesus did not just save us by his power he also saved us by his love by his passion for god so loved that is the essence of your, our salvation is love even though we are yet sinners christ died for us he loved us He's passionate about us. That is the first, most important relationship. And a certain woman, when I read the scripture, they couldn't even mention her name. You know why? Situation of life has battered her so much. It has taken away her identity. He said, a certain woman. It doesn't matter. Your name notwithstanding. Even if you don't have identity, just make sure you have that encounter with God. He said, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of prophets. That's a civil. He said, cried out to Elisha, saying, your servant, my husband, is dead. Ah. He said, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. Can you imagine? That is the testimony. Your servant feared the Lord. That is the legacy he left behind. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to 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 be slaves. And Elijah said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And he said, your maidens, add nothing in the house, but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessel from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessel. He said, gather not a few. The first point I want to tell you there is that the woman obey instruction. Did you remember? But he was, she was asked question. How many questions was she asked? How many questions? How many questions? Somebody say one. No, he was asked two questions. She was but how many did she answer? One. That is how we play in life. Once you settle for it, it is settled for you. If you decide, you say, the first one, he said, What do you want me to do for you? She just looked at it. Mm, what do you, because it's the invisible, it's not something that is readily available. He said, He now decided to attend to the physical one. What do you have in your house? That's for another day. If you can answer the two questions, life will answer to you. Life will attend to you. You need to answer all the questions. Don't leave anything. He said, all that the father has given to me, none will be missing. He left the 99, went after the one, brought it to make 100%. If God give you 100, don't settle for 99.5 so he obeyed the instruction another thing is there i saw a woman that even though her husband was not there she was still able to carry the legacy of her husband she did not deviate and she was able to be there for her children he said not under my wash my children will not be bought into slavery my children will not go to the creditor." she stood up even though she had nothing how many people can stand up for people you can't even stand up for yourself god forbid Then he said the third one. That is the anchor, the relationship. And I will will round up with it. He said, go borrow a vessel from your neighbors. He said, empty vessels. Because every vessel, when they brought the oil, and they were pouring it, any vessel that is full, they will put aside. You are set aside because you are full. The moment you are empty, life begins to attend to you. The spirit of God begins to use you. But the one that taught me is, go borrow vessel from your neighbor. Tell somebody, neighbor, how are you? If you are the one that the spirit of God moves past ikena and, and say, this miracle God wants to do. You just need to go and borrow vessel from your neighbor. Ha! The neighbor that you will see that you will not greet. The neighbor that you see that you'll be hiding. The neighbor that you want them to take. They must take. It? Is that the neighbor you borrow vessel from? Relationship. Your neighborliness. How do you relate around? What do people see around you? She was able to borrow. She borrowed. She borrowed. In fact, the miracle stopped when she finished borrowing. We ask the people, say, "Where is it?" Say, "No, it is finished." And the oil ceases. The flow of the spirit, the fire, the flame—it stopped burning. You are the one that determined the intensity of the flame. You determine it. Relationship. Relate well. queens my queen, daughter of Zion. Relate well. Home. Relate well. Let your husband be blessed. Let his heart be beaten. Good, better, best for marrying you. And our men, Biko, my legs are on the floor, my knees. Let us be proud in the secret of, our... ah, now me God bless like this. Let your children call you blessed. Let your neighbor say, this one is a Christian. When they hear your, eh? No. Remember that woman that was, ele- he was on the bed, but he had four men. For him to be able to have four men, that means he was also there for them. Are you always there for people? He said, whosoever will have friends, let him show himself friendly. If you have the spirit of God, you will be friendly. This one you don't make your face the signboard of problem. Once they come like this, we can read on your face poverty, God forbid. He can read barrenness, they can read ah, sickness. They can read no Proverbs 12:26. You can go on with it. NIV. He said, carefully choose your association. That's where I'm going to draw the line your association, Saul was able to prophesy because he entered the company of prophets. Your association matters a lot. Who are your friends? How friendly are you? And let me tell you something, God has not created you to live a life in isolation. No. Even God Almighty with all his strength say let us. If God can say let us, you cannot do without us. Say let us make man even when he wanted to say, he said he make his ministers. God loves association. He did not say only you. Same God, reach towards all that call upon Him. You need to bring your relationship skill to bear. And the center of it is that I want Holy Spirit to be glorified in your home. Find the flame at work. Find the flame in your neighborhood. Find the flame. What will people say about you? Can you indeed borrow a vessel from your neighbor? In fact, if they borrow you, they would have rubbed it with pepper. I'm telling you, if you collect that verse. <laughs> ah, please, if you are Christian indeed. So, he make, the Lord is making. The Lord is working we are in the potter's house. He maketh his mean, uh, uh, servants, uh, flames of fire. If you are in this place and you are serving God tenaciously with all servants in your heart, you are serving God even when it's not convenient. You are crying sometimes. When you give, I did not say it's easy to give. I did not say it's easy to love. I did not say it's easy to be generous. I did not say this Christian walk with, he said, even though not slay me. No, but he that I endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Please, choir come and help me you provide the fire and i'll provide the sacrifice make sure that you add order to your heaven this morning as we worship him make sure your fragrance enter into that vase and make it full top it up top it up top it up either you put your own or you don't put it in heaven this vase must be full let's begin to worship god Let Let You've
0: been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Squaringpa Expressway, near next Kashankari, Abuja, 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays for telephone 09-290-9000 or 7 3 You can find us on Online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.